Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Dorsey Wright Podcast. Today is Wednesday, November 27th, and I'm Eric McArdle. And I'm Will Gibson. And the day before Thanksgiving, got anything planned, Will? <laughs> Just going to my parents' house, going to watch the Macy's Day Parade, try to sleep in a little bit, um, pet the cat, you know, all, 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 all those good things. Perfect. Get, get nice and fat and happy, right? Oh, certainly, certainly. Right. You? Yeah, yeah, same thing, same thing. Taking it easy and, and relaxing. And uh, fattening up, just like the market is, right? We've seen you know domestic equities move to new all-time highs in the large cap indices, and we've seen a lot of participation, um, you know, all across the whole domestic landscape. So fat and happy across the board is going to be a great Thanksgiving for investors. Um, so we're we're excited. And when we look at the market, uh, you know, starting with the S and P five hundred, you know, again moving to consecutive all-time highs, right? This recent rally has been, you know, pretty sustained. I feel like we, we keep hitting new highs, keep advancing, right? A lot of technical strength in the picture of domestic equities, which, you know, doesn't come as a surprise when we look at that long-term Dolly ranking, right? Where we've had leadership there for really since 2016 uninter- uninterrupted, but um, this, this recent rally has been one to behold. So, you know, a lot of strength in, in the chart for SPY. We're on a third consecutive buy signal on that default chart at 310 in X's. So, you know, looking great there. And when we move to the smaller and mid cap names within the domestic equity landscape, as looking at the Russell 2000 ETF IWM. And we see that this has recently broken out, moving to a new 52-week high for the smaller mid-cap names, right? So it's not just a rally that's reserved to the large caps. So, you know, what what are we seeing in addition to the strength? This has been somewhat of a low-volatility environment. Is that right? Yes, yeah, certainly, certainly. Um, so I guess starting with that low-volatility point that, that you made at the end, I was looking at the chart of the VIX this morning because I was thinking... When I check the morning or when I come in in the morning and I check the futures on the TV, it's been pretty calm. Yeah. Um, and that kind of translated into the look of the VIX where we currently have it reading 1150 on our platform, which would match the low last seen in April of this year and then previously in October of 2018. Hmm. Um, so at least an I- interesting observation. Volatility is low, and as you mentioned, it's on the back of an elevating market um, that some would consider overbought. And it's certainly an interesting time to be in the market, be an analyst here at NASDAQ Dorsey Wright. And I completely agree with, with, with the thing that you're mentioning there. And specifically, when you mentioned Dolly, that made me think of the changes that we've recently seen from a sector perspective. At the beginning of the year and the middle of the year looked much different than where it looks right now mm-hmm. to a small degree. Um, and what I mean by that is we've seen industrials really come on strong in the second half of, of this year. And we've seen that where industrials and you t- and technology are actually holding the top two spots in Dolly now from a sector view. And in fact, so industrials have honestly led the year now. Uh, up approximately 41% as a group. Hmm. And then technology kind of clocking in second at 33%. And both of those will be outpacing the S&P as of today, uh, which is up roughly 25%. Interesting. 
Yeah, and these are holding the top two spots, as we mentioned in Dolly, from a sector perspective. And it's not by a, a tight margin. They have pretty substantial leadership when looking at the relative strength buy signals on Dolly. Technology at 230 and industrials at 167. Uh, the next closest would, would be real estate, which is about 25 shy of industrials at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, so certainly an interesting time and kind of, I guess, cycling back to that low volatility um, with elevated markets like we are now, Eric, do you have some thoughts on ways that investors could not become defensive, but at least be a bit protective, um, given that I'm sure Q4 of 2018 is fresh on many minds? Yeah, yeah. Well, no, you're, you're exactly right. And you know, this is a stark contrast to what we experienced last year around this time where the market was starting to show weakness, volatility was picking up, right? And ultimately ending 2018, as you alluded to, you know, in, in the red for the S&P. And, you know, again, what a, what a stark difference a year can make. Um, but I think this, anytime you're hitting all-time highs, you know, investors are a little bit more on edge, right? Even though we know momentum investing and buying strong, relatively strong names or asset classes tends to do well over the long run, it can be difficult to, to make that kind of investment decision when you're at all-time highs. So, you know, in addition to making sure that you're you're not buying into heavily overbought areas of the market, whether that be individual stocks or ETFs, you also want to maybe consider looking at ways to reduce risk exposure for the positions you already own. And one of the easiest ways that you can do that that is compliant friendly is by selling covered calls, right? Obviously, it's going to be a, a different situation for every client and you know everyone's risk tolerance, but it's a generally pretty conservative strategy that essentially is going to look to limit your upside participation with the trade-off being that you receive some premium, right? And that premium can help reduce your, your overall risk exposure in the form of getting cash. So a couple of ways that you can identify and potential covered call opportunities using the Dorsey Ride platform are by you know, our integration with Options Play, right? So this is a partnership where we have the Options Play tool built into the platform. You can simply click the Options Play icon above a security, or if you have a portfolio, you can then run a screen on the entire portfolio and you get a list of optimal covered call uh, trades. So a really easy way to take that decision-making process on you know, what can be a little bit of an intimidating topic, right? Options are, are certainly um, you know, not the most basic of investment concepts, but really I think the tool does a good job of distilling it, making it easy, and then giving you a way that you can deliver it. So. We did cover that uh, just briefly in our daily equity report that's out today on Wednesday the 27th. So check that out or give us a call at 804-320-8511 if you'd like to learn more about options play or just using options in your business in general. But you know, shifting gears a bit, Will, and we talk about integrations with the platform and new ways that we're able to add value to our, our subscribers' experiences. We've had some new updates this week, haven't we? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Many uh, updates. Yeah. And they've received positive feedback overall, which we're excited about. So your thoughts are certainly welcome. Please keep sending those. We do keep them, and we do relay them to the people needing to hear it. 
Uh, but specifically, in addition to options play and all these other ad- advancements that have come and I guess recent months past, we'll say, mm-hmm. the modeler and the new models listing page has been our newest additions to the platform. And you've probably heard us harp about this on podcasts, daily equity report videos, but they are really powerful tools. And we've highlighted the modeler recently on our daily equity report, most expansive, I would say, on November 25th, which was our Monday and then yesterday, actually, we highlighted the modeler tool. Mm-hmm. And this is a powerful, yet honestly, very simplistic way of testing out an idea for a portfolio or for an allocation. And what this, do, what this does is it'll really segment your workflow into three stages in terms of strategy, and then your universe, and then creating the model. Mm-hmm. So you start in the strategy phase where you'll go in, give your model a name, give it a symbol, some other logistical perhaps and information, and then you'll set how often you'll want your model to rebalance. And then furthermore, as you move through the steps, you'll be able to select a universe of funds or universe of stocks or even universe of models that mm-hmm. we run on our platform here and see how those would behave over time, implying that you have the ability to backtest ideas, which is powerful and honestly a, a rare thing to have. Yep. Um, if you want to call it the power of hindsight, we could make an ar- argument for that. <laughs> uh, but, but point being, it allows you to go in and put these funds, models, ideas, stocks, and see how they would have behaved. Furthermore, when you put that universe selection in and move to that creation step, it'll spit an output of performance, I believe by a yearly, a calendar year basis. Mm-hmm. And then it'll also give you the option to download performance data into Excel. And then you can do some further ma- manipulation in there and calculate some statistics in addition to the ones that are displayed on the page. And then you can save these models and the new control panel on the custom models page mm-hmm. and you can kind of stack these up with each other and then keep them running forward and show your clients how this strategy would have behaved yeah and, and the nice thing about this is you know we're, we're in the the early iteration of the tool right so really giving you the ability to set a strategic framework even with drifts right so a drift being how much we're allowing that strategic allocation to fluctuate from target before we get rebalanced back to target, right? So by using the strategic framework of the modeler and then perhaps using strategies that may be in a model format or an ETF or even a mutual fund that's got some kind of active management component, you have the ability to be tactical on the underlying, right, but strategic from the framework perspective. And I think that's really the best of both worlds, especially in an environment where you know, many of you have compliance or risk considerations that you have to be mindful of. But again, I think, you know, your main point about the ability then to have hindsight and to test and see whether an idea makes sense before you commit to it, (laughs) that's such a game changer. So a really nice addition. Uh, Again, we're going to be continuing to focus on this tool in the future and add, you know, additional complementing variants to the tool. But for now, if you haven't had a chance to check it out, on the platform, it's under Models and Products, Custom Models, and you can set up your own uh, custom models from that menu. So. Yeah, and the, as Eric mentioned, these are initial iterations 
of our newest enhancements on the platform. So given that the modeler, when, when you go to where he just mentioned, you'll notice a couple gray boxes to the right of your current option for the static allocation. And these aren't available yet, but is at least to give you an idea as what is to come. That's right. So be a bit more dynamic, a bit more tactical when you're creating your uh, creating your backtest. Exactly. So so the idea being, what in the future we get, you know, maybe some Dolly incorporation, maybe Matrix, FSM, right? So anything that we're doing on our platform to build strategies, ideally the goal is to give you those same tools. So. Keep an eye on that. Of course, we will keep you updated. You know, as more developments come in, you know, the end of 2019 and as we move into 2020. Um, but you know, for now, a lot to be thankful for, right? Market strong. A lot of great additions. Great teammates here at Dorsey Wright. So, and great subscribers and listeners. We appreciate you all. Hope to hear from you uh, before the new year ends. But if not, take care. We'll talk to you soon.